0: Welcome to the two-way street. Two-way street. Mm. I've got a fighting salmon shirt wearing Abe over there, but the <laughs> video camera shows <laughs> it it's orange. That's like messing. What with color me is here. it? Well, to me, it's fighting salmon because you don't want to call it pink, you know, because you're a dude. And, <laughs> I'm a like, dog. You know what I'm man, saying? No, don't want pink.
1: No, you know what I mean? We so chill, yeah. We
0: fighting hit. salmon, Ooh, Fight right? Because salmon. salmon are pink. Salmon, but,
1: as in uh, fish?
0: Yeah, yeah, like the fish. Oh, okay video screen shows it as orange orange
1: okay i I see
0: i see i i I like it anyways whatever it is fighting salmon yeah it's
1: a bright color you you dig it
0: just like hood salmon
1: hood ape fish yeah did
0: you oh i thought you said hood ape you said hood (laughs) ape that's that's okay too (laughs) hey how you doing over there man i'm doing real good you feel me so, so we didn't get together last week because your stomach wasn't feeling well. Yeah, Was yeah, yeah. it serious or did you just need to... It, know, just just a a a yeah, it just needed to chill out. It just needed to chill out. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I like that. Like sometimes, right? Just sometimes yeah, you gotta. Yeah. And uh, that's what gets people in trouble. Straight. They don't recognize the signs that their bodies are telling them. Uh-huh. And they get themselves in trouble and they're just like, oh, no, it's, it's fine. I'll just fight through it. Yeah. And then they get used to it, not realizing that they maybe got like a stomach ulcer or like you know, something happening with their kidneys or something. You real know, talk,
1: know, like, real talk, yeah.
0: Serious, you got to pay attention to what your body's telling you, You have to, you, man. getting older you now. And and seriously, is a lot of times the reason why you're ignoring your body is because you're, like, chasing Benjamins. Yeah. Right? And yeah. for what? For what, man? Like, man, oh, man. So you're, like, a day late buying your Porsche? Like, <laughs> whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you, man, it's a, as, as you get older and you start recognizing certain material things that you know for what yeah it's uh it's kind of frustrating to see because i mean i i've wasted a whole lot of money on stuff that i didn't need you know i don't even know if i wanted it i just bought it because i could you know and
1: man we fall in that trap a lot of times man (laughs) i could have been a millionaire i'm sure by now i'm telling you leaving
0: things be and being okay with my like 1998 saturn you know, that's what I had. I bought it new, so I would have gotten more than enough. Oh, you I bought it new? Yeah, when I man, was man, like, you was
1: balling, dog. Eighteen, man, and I bought a brand new car.
0: My mom was mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was mad. But, you know,
0: like had I just held on to it? Yeah, I've been mean, all right. Yeah, you know, yeah, and I know, feel I that. Maybe the next one and the next one, and then now I'm. I don't. My vehicle now is only four years older than the brand new car that I bought twenty years ago. Wow. I. I like, I don't know if that's good or not, man. <laughs> You'd think that I'd be able to step it up over the years, but... Man, ain't nobody stepping up no yeah, more, man. With
1: materialist and stuff, man, it just depreciates in value mm, after man. a while. And, and I'm saying Tell it's you. all about, yo, if you're comfortable with what you got, with who you is, well, 100, let's get it.
0: Yeah, depreciating value. That's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> this kid right here. <laughs> So, uh, you know, it's interesting that you brought up that your body needed a break because um, last episode we were talking about uh, me just getting my wisdom teeth removed. Yes. And I was actually surprisingly all right um, during that episode. And I was talking about how the uh, drugs weren't doing what I thought that they would. And um, but it actually got worse. Uh huh. So, it got like, worse. The, the pain. Yes. Got worse. And then my supposedly good drugs, I, I air quoted those for people not watching the video, uh, they ran out. So then I was stri- struggling to find, like, you know, is it, is it Advil or um, Tylenol, uh-huh. you know, and switching between the two. And um, so that wasn't necessarily the problem. So the op- opioid thing, the codeine, didn't do anything for me. But, and I was sitting there explaining that I don't see how people get addicted because this stuff doesn't do anything yeah. for me. Fine. But after that, the, the constant underlying pain that accompanies it uh-huh. is now where I start seeing how somebody could get themselves stuck in something. Right. If, if the first two pills don't work, you're kind of like, well, maybe one more will take care of this because i, I I kind of count myself as a reasonably mentally healthy person and there were days where i just wanted to like punch myself in the face or something just to like get some kind of different Uh feeling other than this like underlying pain Uh you know and and the worst statement for me to make that makes the most sense is you just want it to stop that's a problem. Right. Right. Is because when you want something just to stop, that's where you get serious about how does this stop? Yeah. Right? Are my you going gosh. Hell, really man. Dark serious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know
0: Are you like, I just want it to stop? Uh-huh. And that mentality is so dangerous to uh-huh. be sitting in. So if I just want it to stop, what difference does it make if I take five nah. pills? Because it'll either stop the pain one way or it'll stop the pain another way. That's right. And it was just a very interesting exercise because I'm going through this saying, I have lots of things in life. You know, I don't have to worry about my next meal. I don't Uh have to. But what if I were not in that kind of position? It would be way too easy. Straight up, man. Just to slide into some going, get this. Uh I'm done. So I'm two weeks into this thing now. I got my first real break about a week ago where three out of the four were doing all right uh-huh. and then the fourth one took another week it's only kind of today where i'm like okay it's i can tell that it's not really there anymore and i go into the checkup specialist on tuesday and i'm like this one's really bugging me and he checks it out and he's like nah surgically it's looking okay you're good i'm like i'm not good right <laughs> right not good. he's like well you're also not 16 anymore <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> i'm not sure if that's a compliment or not, but, you know but overall it just takes longer to heal and yeah kind of, and, and you know there's all these comparisons about men's pain tolerance and women's pain tolerance and all that but it doesn't matter how much you can tolerate it's that when you have something that's nagging you all the time yeah that's what hurts more than the pain you know like if you could just imagine just You know, needle sticking out of your arm all the time, constantly. And I don't mean like a drug needle, but just that feeling. It's not overly painful, but it's just annoying as heck. And you're just like, I just want this to stop. Right. And that's where it made sense. Yeah. It it wasn't about getting addicted to codeine itself. It was making a pain stop. That's right. Which I believe that, that we know is the fundamental root. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 exactly.
0: But you don't know until you know. And, and that was the crazy thing is that I kind of was expecting and and again this is me my proper North American clean upbringing kind uh-huh. of thing and I don't mean that as a slight on anybody or whatever it's just that's the way I grew up but I thought that you know you touch codeine and you're kind of like oh you i'm know, done you, you get this like half high yeah like oh i'm gonna chase that yeah you know like something else like marijuana or, or maybe weed i don't know whatever you want to call it jumanji whatever you call it. <laughs> you know but but my expectation because yeah. i don't know i've never done it would be like the first time you go and suddenly like things turn to rainbows that's my vision of it i don't know uh-huh. and then you spend your time chasing that like i i thought addictions of that sort were easier you know, to get into kind of thing, which which they do sound like they're quite easy to get into, but it's just like the expectation is not what it is. It's something happens that triggers something else that that either makes some kind of pain stop in your world or just changes your perspective or whatever, and then you continuously chase that. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. like, I don't drink coffee today, so I now I have to tell my kids that caffeine is a drug, which sucks because now I'm an addict.
1: <laughs>
0: but, but but nonetheless, for coffee, for me, man, it. it even now, it doesn't do what it's supposed to. But I'm not chasing a high. It was just that I had a really flavorful coffee, and that was it. I'm just kind of like, oh, I enjoy the taste of it. Like, It's not chasing it for the drug and for the, I can't function without it. Like, sure, I get the headaches uh-huh. and all that stuff without. But, you know, whatever. You give it two days, and you can cut yourself off or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then, you know, like the serious one, porn industry, that kind of thing. That's a high that you chase, right? It, depending on what you do for it. but I mean it just releases certain things you uh-huh. can just end up chasing your time in that one you know and that that's the thing is that it was just a different perspective on just making it stop or just getting more right, right. it's those are the two extremes right. that you have in an addiction and um it just wasn't what I expected I can see how somebody could easily get addicted that's right to, to yeah. something especially painkillers you know um I, I don't know like, well, what is your experience with this kind of Man, stuff? oh, man. Like, I think this
1: is this is where it would, <clears throat> we draw the line of saying that, you know, if you ain't got no experience with something, don't say nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of yeah. times we got professionals in the streets who read a book, but they ain't never experienced what mm-hmm. pain is and what it is that how people are strong on drugs. You feel yeah. me? Because most people are saying, I want this pain to go. Mm-hmm. You feel me? The, I want this pain to go. It's not about the drug itself. It's just that trying to get rid of the pain yeah. and in get, trying to get rid of the pain that's when now the, the drugs get a little bit more uh, of the abused you feel me but uh, to put two cents or 50 cent in that that's not something that mm-hmm. somebody who ain't got no experience can put anything into yeah. you feel me but then now on the flip side when you have gone through it now and you can be able to say yo listen man this thing is horrible mm-hmm. it's tough man you feel me? When you're going through something and you're trying to get rid of that pain and it just lingers on and lingers on and you can't yeah. sleep, you can't yeah, work, you yeah, can't concentrate, yeah. nothing. You feel me? It takes a different toll now. It takes a different turn now where it's like, okay, I can speak into this thing and I understand. Yeah.
0: yeah well, there was, there was two days, even just this week, where you know I would take the medicine before bed. I would take Advil before bed just to make sure. And it would still wake me up at 4 or 5 o'clock uh-huh, in the morning. Uh-huh. So I'm like, might as well just go to work. Right. You know, I mean, so that's the thing is that I have the means to do that. But let's say I was on the street, you know, and and what if my pain wasn't a physical job pain? What if it was the demons in my head? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that when I do this, it's quiet. Well, what if that's the pain? Right. You know, this is the problem with my black and white thinking sometimes is that when I say somebody's taking pain to kill physical pain. You know, but what if it's that emotional one? Uh-huh. What, if, what if it's got some that I have no experience uh uh-huh. whatsoever? Uh-huh. I, I have no right to judge anybody on right. that. And it's just, we just got to find out what their pain is. Because that's exactly. the problem. Is that we see them out on the street asking for $2. We don't even know. We just assume they're going to drink or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. But what's the pain? You know, what is the root? What's the root? Yeah. His medication, you know, and, and I don't think we go far enough for that. And I don't even know, and again, because I have no experience, see, this is one of those real good enlightening ones, <laughs> is because I have no experience, I don't know how easy it is to get them out of their funk, uh-huh. but, you know, for example, supervised drug consumption sites or something like that, this is where I might actually advocate that. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't understand them in the first place. It doesn't matter. And, and I've been very neutral on the whole thing. I haven't been active of them and I haven't been deactive either but if somebody knew that my pain was my teeth for example and I end up going to one of these places every day to get some kind of relief whatever the drug is to get relief from this pain and then a social worker that gets used to seeing me Uh in two weeks says why do you even take fentanyl codeine cocaine heroin Uh whatever and I say, oh, well, it makes the pain in my foot go away so that I can make it through the day. And so I believe that that is the only method yeah. in order to get the pain in my foot to go away. Right. And then the person says, what? Hold on a sec. And they look and the guy has a sliver that they take some tweezers and they pull this out. And it's like, you can still come back tomorrow and all that. And then maybe we can get you off of that one that costs you $50 onto this over-the-counter Advil or something, for example, until that heals up. And then actually you might not need Mm -hmm. drugs at all. But that would never happen if I'm only on the street and it's just business people walking by me every day. So this is, this will be my first support of something like safe drug consumption, because maybe we can start understanding why these people are using in the first place. Maybe it's something that we don't expect, right? Because an addiction is rooted in something. That's right. Yes. Yes. What if we figure out what that Mm -hmm. root is and Mm -hmm. start actually helping these people get what they need? Straight up. Maybe it's something simple, right? Maybe Advil at 20 milligrams gives this guy just as much as relief as, I don't know what the reference would be for some other drug, but 500 mils of some other drug kind of thing, and it's cheaper, and it's safer, and healthier, but the only thing that he knows in his head is that that works, because he doesn't know an alternative. You know, like, again, oversimplifying things, that's that's how I work sometimes, Uh but maybe it could be that easy as well, though, you know, because if somebody asked me, what's your problem, and I'd be like, tooth pain, and they'll be like, oh. Yeah, Tylenol and Advil don't do anything. Go and try XZ, whatever, that sounds like exhibit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you only need half of it, and it won't mess up your kidneys, and it's free. What? You, you know what I mean? But yeah. unless somebody talked to me about it.
1: You ain't know. I'm
0: not going to know. Right, right. So, you know, and, and I can just, I can feel that that's one of those things that maybe on the street. It's just dude this works for me to ease my pain that's right that is right you. and you take it and you're kind of like well it reduced the pain it's uh-huh. not gone so now i'll take maybe twice as much or i'll mix that one with that one and maybe that works but then now that's your only solution is to chase getting x amount of cocaine every day uh-huh. to take care of this little pain Right. And then people just assume you're an addict after that. They give you what you need without finding out why you need it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But Because you're a little bit dirty and you wear a hood. I'm not going to ask you the question either because I want to get out of this situation. Yes. Yes. You're going gonna to roll me, you know, but you don't want my jacket. You more of your blend, <laughs> exactly,
1: Doug. For real. So and I think I, that with a lot of things, you know, when you go see a therapist, they let you talk. You yeah. feel me? And find out the root cause of whatever it is that you're going through. Why is it that you're going through what you're going through? Why you react the way that you react? You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they're paid to listen, you know what I mean? And then use whatever words that you have given them mm-hmm. to find the solution. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's the same way. Like I've always been for supervised consumption sites mm-hmm. because you want a safe place yeah. for people that are disfranchised uh to come in and they can feel safe yeah. and they can do whatever they can do you know yeah. what i'm saying and find help mm. to get away from the, that situation that's bad you feel me but then if we don't have the people that are here that are equipped to teach you or to mm-hmm. train yeah, and get you off of that drug yeah. you know we're always going to have this cycle of people that are always on the streets yeah. you feel me but then like we have to have people that have gone through it to come back and take the ones that are in that, that are going through it right now and show them a better way because there is always going to be a better way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, and, that, and that's one of the things is that um, we assume that drug users are okay with whatever is whatever. Uh-huh. And what I mean even just in specifics is like needles. Yeah. As far as I understand, a drug user would actually prefer a clean needle over a dirty one. Right. Like they know there's extra risk to that, but they need to get their medicine whichever way they can. That's right. And if sometimes that means brushing off a used needle still makes the pain go away. And, and that's one of the things that us clean, and I don't mean it offensively, but that us people who have never used don't understand is that you're not intentionally trying to cause additional harm to yourself. You're just trying to make this thing stop. Yeah. Right. And yeah. if that means increasing your risk of getting hepatitis or something in order to make the pain stop, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. Because like I was saying, even What I was going through, I just needed to stop. Whether that meant to take a pill and take a nap, then I had peace for that, you know, hour, 20 minutes, or whatever. Uh The pain uh started again. Uh You know, so would I do it with a Tylenol that I found on the ground? Maybe I would, you know. If you I mean? got to like, get the
1: pain away and you ain't you, got nothing you know no alternative, I, mean? I, mean, I
0: ran out of Tylenol trees in the first like couple of days. Man, and I used them properly. <laughs> so I was gonna be I mad. They <laughs> Intervention, they right? Quick. Didn't give me very many. And, yeah. And it's funny because everybody else I talked to, they're like, "Man, I had a stack of a hundred. Do you want mine?" And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, wow. because the doctor gave me this yes. many, and I need to take this many day. No, I don't need your pills, right? Because if I exceed these and it doesn't. I need to go see my doctor. Yeah, I had control. Yeah. And everybody's oh, yeah, I got a hundred of them back at home. I'm like, no wonder why we got a problem. You you can't give me that stuff like candy. Right. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. It don't work like that.
0: Yeah. Like I've been prescribed. And if I run out, I'm supposed to see my doctor. Yeah, that's it. I don't take one extra just to see when I run out, I'm out. Right. And that's Go
1: go see the professional. Yeah.
0: But I can see why. You know, what if I couldn't? What if my car had broken down that week? Uh-huh. You know, would I start man. looking for options? Man. And then what if I take my buddy up on, he's got some. But what if they were a different blend? What if Tylenol 3 means something today that it didn't mean yesterday? know like there's all but that's it though right
1: like and and every prescription is different every prescription is different adult you go see a doctor they're going to give you something that works for you and your body and everything exactly your problem specifically you feel me so then if i'm going to use yours it's going to have a a different reaction you know what i'm saying because i'm built different i'm different and all of that stuff right there so we have to be conscious in how we give uh, a one-fit-all kind of advice mm-hmm. to people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or a uh, blanket every problem and say, this is what the problem is for y'all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to go individually and find out what it is the problem is and try to fix it that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that way you have a remedy that works for that individual. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, and they're the professionals. You said it already, this conversation. Trust professionals. Like caffeine, for example. Mm-hmm. I can drink that stuff until midnight and fall asleep at midnight 05.
1: That's me right there.
0: Other people? They can't. They drink it at eight in the morning and can't sleep. Straight. That evening. Yes. <laughs> You're yes. Kinda like, so that is the same for any of these other prescription drugs. Yeah. Man. They put caffeine in my Tylenol 3s, which might as well have been a Tylenol 2 because you minus the caffeine because it has zero effect in this fine (laughs) (laughs) temple right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh So at that point, it's just the the pain reliever and the codeine kind of thing, you know, but maybe that's why it wasn't as effective Uh for uh me, is it maybe caffeine is supposed to be the trigger for the codeine to do what it's supposed to do and take me to la la la, Uh but maybe without the caffeine, it does nothing. I don't know. I'm not a chemist. But that's not me. Maybe half the amount of dosage of Tylenol 3s put you into this whole little worky-work. Let's get it, yeah. You go out there and you, like, reinvent cotton candy. 100, yeah. Who knows? But that's why now I kind of have this, not even an understanding. I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about it, but I'm starting to get a glimpse into how easy it is on the street to just take what you can get. Because how do you know? That's how you how it don't boils have down professionals to. giving yeah. you your proper pain relief. You got some other dude that this worked for him. You try it. And then you're going and you're smoking this one thing. And then you run into somebody else and they are like, yo, Jim, what you doing there? Oh, I'm smoking weed because it relieves a little bit. Doesn't take away. It relieves a little bit. Oh, well, why don't you try some of these too? Because maybe, and then now this guy's on weed and he's on these pills you know, maybe it works a little bit better. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, but these people aren't professionals. That's right. They ain't professional.
1: You know? They're hood professional, but they ain't professional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a, a lot of the problems that we're facing right now is because of that. Uh, some people take stuff recreational. Mm-hmm. You know and I'm saying, you know your limits, you stay within them kind of situation. Yeah. And then you got other people now that go overboard with it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They don't know when to stop. Yeah, like and drinking. It, like drinking, you know what I'm saying? And the moment somebody brings something else, they want that, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because they're chasing that high. You know, it ain't about, I'm having a good time. I know when to stop. It's about, I want a high and I'm going to get in whichever way I want. I'm going to rob you, I'm going to do this and stuff. I'm going to lie, I'm going to do whatever, you feel me? But then we got to find that spot where it's like, yo, if you can't handle it, stay away from Mm -hmm. it. It's tough, yeah, I know, you know what I'm saying? But work on that so you can be better, you feel me? Because. If we don't have the people, the right people in the right spot, in the right places, mm-hmm. we're going to have an epidemic that we're having right now yeah. where people are going through it, overdosing, you know what I'm saying, sleeping on the streets because they don't have nobody who understands where yeah. they're coming from. Yep. Yeah, and we got to figure that out.
0: Absolutely. and And that's the thing is, you know, chasing that first high. Yeah. Is near impossible, if not impossible. Okay, no, it's straight up impossible Uh because the circumstances will never be the same for you to ever get there again because your first high is something that you've never experienced before. Straight up, right? And it sets the bar so high that you'll never be able to get there again because your next one, you're kind of like I've already been here, you know. So you try harder to get in deeper, right? When it doesn't work that way, right? And and uh, that's the thing. It's okay to go... Well, maybe it's not okay. But uh-huh. for some, it's okay to go in and experience and be like, yeah, it's kind of cool and all that. But then if you have the recognition after that, to be like... But I can have just as much fun there with not even drinking at all, for example. Yeah. Or, or not doing drugs at all. You know, sure, you get a lot of flack from your friends and all that. Uh-huh. But then you don't have to worry about being, you know, a slave to, to medicine for the rest of your life kind of thing. You know, it's... Um, and i know that i sound like it's simple you know i get it, it ain't what if simple. you're already halfway in what if you're already yeah. 25 years what if, what if you took a different path than me i've got a couple of friends that have a different path than me that you know one smokes you know the other one does drugs and all that kind of stuff and i'm just like how how did that change we uh-huh. all grew up the same right. and together mm-hmm. you know <laughs> but one thing one time Led this guy down that path. That's right. Yeah. You know, and it was that close. And that and that's the, the scary part of this whole experience for me is how close I was to just being able to turn around and just snap and be like, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I'm going to go. I'm going to take X amount more. That's right. Of, of this Advil. I've got, what, a container of 110 capsules 110. here. 110. Right? And it says, you know, have one every four hours or two every four to six hours and if uh pain doesn't subside go see your doctor don't take any more than six uh over a 24 sorry eight over a 24 hour period or something i've got the thing memorized man right because you sit there and consider what if i just have one more straight up and the only thing that stopped me was because i i obey the rule written on here Mm -hmm. and these rules are probably written on here for the safety of people yeah, right. that I could have easily doubled the medicine and I'd still been okay. But they put the bar so low so that if you exceed that, you go seek help. But a lot of people don't. They don't. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's yeah. probably safe for me to have doubled up my dosage. But that's how addictions start, right? Just take one more. Oh, it's only been three hours, but hey, it's okay, right? That's how close I was. Uh-huh. To, to something that I would never even consider because I've never had a problem like this. Right. It, like, how many factors lined up here just come to this moment where I'm just kind of like, it's so easy just to decide in your head that that's it. I just want it to stop. Yeah. You know? And um, you've probably been there for many different things. You mm-hmm. know? Or like, oh, yeah. You're sitting in a restaurant. You want dessert? Hell yeah. You know? Because I just want my craving for sweet to stop you know do you want to buy the steak tonight instead of the hamburger even those yeah because i just it's been so long since i've enjoyed yeah. the peace you know to feel like i can afford a steak yeah you know like how many things in your day do you make the decision no i can't because i don't want to put myself straight up position.
1: man straight, all the time how many times all the time
0: right? like how many times do you look at one of the animals that you're trying to save and be like, you know, it's way easier if I just toss you in the dumpster. It's way easier if I just dispose of you in an inhumane way. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything, every day leads you to the edge of a decision that you That's might right, not man. be able to come that back right. from. Yeah. It's so you true. Know? And, you know, again, I, I at least think there were a reasonable mental health. Regular guys living regular lives in a regular way. In a regular society and every day we're making these decisions that are that one step away and no right no what if this one pill could change that make it easier for you in your day what if you knew that you could take a pill that lasted eight hours that you'd just be able to go do your job more efficient you wouldn't have to worry about this and that doesn't that sound tempting sounds tempting man you know? yeah it do it do but you're locked in for 60 years man but hey Peace for 60 years, Abe. That's pretty tempting.
1: Bro, and this is how lives lives are destroyed. Lives are destroyed when we try to do certain things that we know that ain't right. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we lose because you know we're in so much pain, you know what I'm saying? Mentally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's mental. Yeah. Physical, mental. Emotional.
1: You want that voice to stop. You want that pain to stop. You want yeah. this and that, man, and it just controls you to the point where you're seeking for anything to take away that yes. pain. You feel me? And like somebody who ain't never been in the streets, you know what I'm saying, who ain't never been to Iraq and fought, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, the wars and come back with wounds, you know what I'm saying, that are yeah. not visible. You feel me? We can't relate to that. Yeah. You feel me? But then we can't understand and say, yo, I get what you're saying. I get what you're coming yeah. from. I know what you're coming from. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? We got places that you, you can go to that can help you with people that really
0: care. Yeah. You
1: feel me? About you, about yeah. your well-being, your health, your mental. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure that you're doing good. Let's take you there. Yeah. And we, if we close these places, we're closing in doors from uh, for a lot of people yeah. that could be getting a lot of help. You feel me? And walking this world right here and saying, you know what? I'm clean because of that place right there. Mm-hmm. I'm clean because of somebody who, t- who, you know, who took their time out to come and talk to me and understand where I was, where I was coming yeah. from. We all need a shoulder to cry on. We all need somebody who understands yeah. where we're coming from.
0: Yeah. You, you know, and it's funny because... Um, not funny. I guess sometimes I gotta not say <laughs> that. But when you're like, you know, unless you've ever fought in a war. And you know what I thought? Uh. It was like, here we are in society. You get a vet, loses both of his legs or something in the war. And our response, as the able-bodied, regular, okay people, are like, yeah, but you got the most comfortable wheelchair. Really? Man. You, you see? You see? is it, That's one of the things. Is that It doesn't matter what we give that guy now, we'll never understand what it's like to not that's right. have legs. That's right. You know, but we'll sit there and say, yeah, but... A twenty five hundred dollar wheelchair, and you are kind of like, that's not even related it ain't to what you are talking from. about, man. Like, that's something you can't get back. At least I am hoping my mouth pain will go away. But uh-huh. what if it doesn't, Abe? What if in another two weeks it turns out that maybe the guy nicked a nerve or something, and now I am stuck with this like mosquito pain? Yeah. For the rest of my life. Yeah. You are going to see a really different Aaron in a month from now, in two months from now. You might even witness a spiral, you know? But, hey, what do we know about that, right? Right. So that's, but, hey, you got drugs. You know, that'll be somebody's somebody's response. That's you, right, you, yeah. You got drugs, though, right? It takes care of it. It's just kind of like, but I don't want the pain. I don't want to have to take drugs in order to get rid of pain. And I'm pretty sure that some of these street guys that we're judging don't want to have to take drugs in order to take care of whatever issues they're up. going through. Straight but up. You don't see that we
1: just like Are you making it? look look at the pressure the, the pressure that we have in uh, uh in in the uh, uh financial world or just yeah. uh, uh, you know people who are out here in the offices and stuff you know what I'm saying that are, that are abusing drugs as well mm-hmm. there's the pressure of trying to keep up with the uh, with yeah. production keep up with uh, uh, making sure that the money is flowing pretty good and stuff like, mm-hmm. and they want something to relax their bodies yeah. so they're going to take something yeah. you feel me and become dependent on that thing right that's there right. and they're, they, they're right. hiding in plain so that's, sight that's the high you feel though, me right? yeah they're hiding in plain sight wearing their nice clothes and all and that right. of that stuff driving the nice fancy cars but we don't see that that's right. we see the one in the streets that's you feel right. what i'm saying so it's all across the board where people are abusing mm-hmm. something you feel me just because they got they got something going on right. that they can't put under control or take under control and so th- this is the easy way out to say not yep. actually easy but this is the way that they feel like you know i can yep. calm down and calm my nerves and become you know right. normal. just
0: normal for a minute that's right right so that's why gambling you, you get a totally different world yep. right alcohol you get to chill out for just a little bit, you know, yeah. just a little, bit. a little bit. All of the pain relief is just for a little bit. Porn, 10 seconds of pleasure. Yeah. For how much mental, you know, that this demon is chasing you. straight up. Right. You know, all of it. You, you nailed it on the head. Everything that we're uh, in today, huh. our only fix is to take something to get away from that for a short amount of time everything that's for real right? i mean this is that reflection of society that we're talking about all the time where it's just like man society's got us in a corner all the expectations of money success whatever it is you know i like take a look at some of these people that are like out in the country living in their tiny home and making uh-huh. their vegetables and uh-huh. stuff and just getting by on like 500 bucks a month uh-huh. i mean and even that some it's a lot for some of them even and you just look at it and be like okay I'm ready. Uh You know, I don't I don't need the hustle and bustle anymore. You know, like you start looking at it, man. And that's the way out. Right. That's the way to get out of that instead of just trying to keep up with all of it. That's right, man. For real.
1: We can't catch up. We can't keep up with the pressures of this world, man. It's just too much. Yeah. You feel me? And we need that uh, positive outlet to uh, uh, get rid of this you know, high that we have when we come from work and you just like, Mm -hmm. man, I need to calm down. How do you do that? You feel what I'm saying? How you know, it's you gotta each gotta find their own. Some watch TV, you know what I'm saying? Unwind. You feel me? Whatever it is that you feel like, you know, this is something that will work, that won't destroy you. Yeah. You feel me? That's what it is that we gotta go
0: for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is that, you know, I sometimes look at, you know, my boys playing video games all day long or watching Uh youtube or something and i'm I'm thinking you know they're not doing that to get rid of any kind of pain they're doing it just for something to do and i'm like and if that's the worst thing you know that that they're doing i'm like i'm like maybe that's not such a bad thing and then even for you know the lazy dads for example and i don't mean that again offensively Uh but if they just come home and sit on the couch and watch a football game you know Maybe that's healthy for you, dude. Straight up, you know, I straight up, man. Instead of you grabbing a beer or you know yeah. finding drugs or something like yeah. that, maybe you do just need to chill out because hopefully after you've chilled yourself to a point where your mind was working right again, then you'll start figuring out how to be successful. And that's you'll right. actually go and build that shed and all that kind of stuff. But like, recognize that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to deliver a certain result and maybe the football game tonight is the healthiest and best thing for me because if you put me on edge, well now I'm gonna get angry and violent, you know, at home, and now suddenly I'm involved in a domestic. You know, that's good, right? There. I like that point right there. I like that point. I don't know, man. This is a enlightening episode, Abe. Eh? It's beautiful. So thank yeah. you for your input, man. Thank
1: you, dog. For um, real.
0: I don't know. I think we're good with that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it because we're over time. But I think we covered a lot of beautiful, beautiful, points. beautiful. <laughs> We are the 2A Street. Two That's a. Abe Mawayo over uh, there, M A W O Y O. Geo. You can get him on Instagram at Conversations with Abe. You find him on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Podcasts. 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 Yeah. Uh, he's got his own thing going on there as well. He's very inspiring. So, always a great bro. thing to wake up to that and just see some of the self notes on self care. It's good stuff. We together are the 2A Street. You can find me on Instagram at A on the 2A with a whole bunch of underscores where spaces should be. I should change that someday, but it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks all uh, for listening. We appreciate the support. Y'all have a great day and a great tomorrow. Talk yeah. to you soon. You got to be like, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> See you, everybody. <laughs>